Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. I am coming off of two just really great conversations with women that I admire, women that drive me forward, women that can be vulnerable, but also strong at the same time. And I'm jazzed. Like, I got to be honest. Like, I just have a lot of energy. It's why these conversations are so meaningful for me. I used to kind of think, well, that's not really me working, right? Like, that's not bringing in any income to my family by having coffee and lunch with these women. But there is exponential value from having these real conversations, from surrounding myself with people that I admire, I look up to, that push me forward. So anyway, those are my, you know, first thoughts. I was talking to them because one of them listens to the podcast and she said, you know, hey, I'm glad you're back. I noticed you were gone this summer. Kind of just curious, like, why you made that decision. And so I was telling her just about the sabbatical and I really just was losing some of my energy around it. And so I thought, okay, maybe I should just take a break. I've done this in the past and it's really worked out well for me. So we got into the conversation just around sabbaticals and how useful we think they could be, um, even in a corporate working environment. Um, But it's a struggle, right? It's a struggle to say, hey, I want to take time to reset, get clear on what I want to do next and what I want it to look like, and then move forward. The other part of our conversation was around um, seasons of, not of life, seasons of podcasts. So we were talking about, you know, shows that we're watching and kind of just having those, you know, friendly uh, conversations back and forth. And I said, you know what, with the podcast, I kind of just, like, I didn't know seasons were necessarily a thing. I've heard people say season one of the podcast, season two, whatever. But I'm like, you know what, if my favorite Netflix show can drop like five episodes here and there whenever they really feel like it, um, or they can choose to only give me one episode a week, or they can choose to drop the entire thing at once and be done with it, well, then I can do whatever I want. So that was sort of my takeaway from that conversation of like, I could do whatever I want with the podcast. So anyway... What I'm really looking for for this next season or whatever you want to call it of the podcast is tangible, real things that you all can take from listening to this to help you with your journey. So I'll still share a lot of my own experience with drinking, but I want to give you a variety of different ways to look at this because I don't offer a sobriety program. It's not what this is about. It is truly a space for you to explore with other women that are also exploring. So for you that might end up being, I don't ever want to drink again. I'm good to go. (laughs) For other people, it might be, I don't want to quit drinking, but I want to take a little bit of a break and see what happens. See what I think about potentially even being sober, completely sober. Or some of you just might want to only drink here and there, which is where I'm at. And so we, you know, we're in this conversation. Actually, one of the women I met was talking about intermittent fasting. And I was like, you know what? I think I, I just kind of naturally do that. So when I read about intermittent fasting the first time, I don't know, four or five years ago, when people were really starting to talk about it, I was like, well, I think that's sort of the shift I made with my relationship with food was that I kind of eat when I'm 
hungry. I don't eat when I'm not hungry. Usually that sort of just works itself out to be eight to 10 hours without food, you know, or longer, you know, so it just depends. So sometimes I almost wake up and I'm not hungry, so I don't eat till lunch. So I get the concept. Like I understand giving your body a break from all the junk and, and things we put in there, even if we're the healthiest eaters on the planet, there's still things that we're taking in and our body just needs a bit of a rest, right? I don't think that our ancestors thousands of years ago sat down for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I just don't think that was a thing. You know, I, you know, they ate when they were hungry when they had food and they looked for food when they didn't, you know? And so it's like, gosh, it just, it's kind of evolved um, into something completely different when it comes to food. So I'm like, okay, well, I think I already do that. But I said, you know what? I think I'm an intermittent drinker. And I know that's not a thing that people have been talking about, but it makes sense to me. So the whole reason why I took a pause from drinking and took that almost year off of alcohol, it's because I really just wanted alcohol to not be disrupting my health, both mentally and physically. And I didn't want it to be disrupting my level of productivity, my patience with my children. I felt like it was just spilling over and affecting so many areas of my life. And I didn't want that to happen anymore. So when I look at my current relationship with alcohol, it is a lot about just that intermittent drinking, like giving my body that break and allowing some time and space for my body to you know, move the alcohol through the very little that I'm putting into it. And I have noticed zero health impacts, both mentally and physically, with that model. Now, you know, I have mentioned there was a time this summer where I drank a few more than I really, that I really can, you know, that's really within my threshold to not feel kind of crummy the next morning. And I felt a little crummy and I was like, ooh, no, 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 no. Okay, so cool. Good to know. That was too much. I'm not doing that for a while. But what I did on the other side of that was I took a long break. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of a reset here and I'm going to take a month off of alcohol. And that was great, you know? So it's like just knowing that I can do that just feels really powerful to me. Um, it feels like I'm less of a victim to the alcohol. And I felt like a total victim to the alcohol three years ago. So... That is something I want you to consider. Maybe that's going to be for you. What I will tell you is that I don't think there's any way in hell that I could have gotten there without taking that long break. And I'm not saying you have to take an entire year off. Where it was really beneficial for me was that I got through all seasons. So I kind of went through all of the seasons of not just like our weather, but kind of just the seasons of the year, you know, like I went through the holidays and then it was spring break time. Everybody's going on vacation. And then it was, um, you know, summertime and pools and all of those things, concerts and whatever. And then I moved into fall where it's like, OK, it's, you know, uh, fall cookouts and beer and football and, you know, all these things. And so I went through all those seasons. And what was really powerful for me was not, it had nothing to do with the alcohol. It wasn't about not drinking. It was about knowing that I actually had control over it, that I could actually choose and I had agency over whether or not I had a drink or not. And that sounds really dumb, but for years I didn't think I did. I didn't think I had a choice. 
So that is where I do find that longer break to be really beneficial. I went to a bachelorette party. I mean, I did all the hardest things. I went to a bachelorette party. I went on a cruise, um, took other multiple vacations, and didn't have a single drink. I was around a variety of people. I saw my parents. That's an interesting one because some of my clients will say, every time my mom comes to visit or every time I go to my mom's house or my mother-in-law's house, I come home and I like, can't stop drinking. And I'm like, isn't that interesting? So what if we tried to go spend time with our mom and then we came home and we didn't drink? What if we just said, I'm just going to try that, see what happens? Um, because then you've proven to yourself you can do it, right? I think for the most part, we have so much fear around not drinking because we just have never done it. We've never done it for a long enough time to ever really prove to our brains we can do this. So when I had those few drinks in the summer and I woke up kind of feeling, eh, not so great, I don't love this, that's what I could take from. Like I could go back and say, but wait a minute, I... I've already proven that I can take long breaks from alcohol. So I'll just do that. Like, I'll just take a month off or I didn't even define how long it was going to be. I just was like, you know, I just don't want to drink for a while. And it ended up being a month or around that amount of time. So that is why I encourage people to take a break. It's not about white knuckling through sober October or dry January or any of that stuff. I think that can help people get started. but if we're not successful with that, it gives our brain more proof that we can't do this. And it also doesn't solve any root causes of problems. So we white knuckle through it. We do these things and then, then what? Like, what do we do? What are we supposed to do after we take the 30-day break? And honestly, when I took my first 30-day break, I had no clue what was going to be on the other side of it. I didn't even want to think about it. I was truly just like honed in on each day. And really being curious about how I was feeling, um, what my experience was, the social anxiety I was experiencing, how I was starting to open up and have conversations with people about not drinking or taking a break, and how none of it was as hard as I thought it would be. And now three years into it, people just kind of know. Like I have friends that stock their fridges with alcohol-free things. I have friends that are starting to drink alcohol-free who didn't understand what I was doing three years ago. And now they're like, okay, I'm where you were. I get it. <laughs> I'm done with this business. So just so many reflections over the last three years. And again, I don't tell anybody what to do because I have no idea what you should be doing. But I'm sharing why I think the break was important for me, because I now have given my brain this evidence that I can do this hard thing that I thought was impossible. And it's not because I have done it. So um, consider the break if you haven't taken a break. Um, you can try the intermittent drinking without taking a break. Who knows? Maybe that will work just great for you. For me, before I took the long break, every time I tried to do Something like an intermittent drinking where like I'm going to have these rules. I'm going to only drink on the weekends and I'm going to only drink on Saturday or I'm going to only drink on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, none of that shit ever held up. Like I was never able to live within the rules. And 
I really can't live within any rules, honestly. Like if I put rules around something, my stubbornness just like wants to push back on it all day long. So when I say like I'm kind of just going day to day where I'm like, okay, I drank too much that one night and then I was like, okay, I'll just take a break because I know I can, you know, and so take a break. And honestly, when you look at the research from a health perspective, they actually do say that that's completely okay to do. I shouldn't say okay. Maybe that's not the right language. That that really should not impact your health if you are an otherwise healthy person to have a few drinks and then take weeks, months off at a time. So there should be very minimal impact to your health, both physical and mental. So keeping that in mind, when I say intermittent drinking, I'm not talking about binge drinking and then going back to not drinking for a while again. That will have more of an impact on your health. Of course it will. So we know that. So, you know, I try to stay within the current guidelines um, without setting too many rules for myself. If I'm on vacation, I don't necessarily do that. Or if there's like a special event or if I go on a girl's trip, I'll have some drinks here and there. You know, it, like it's one or two a night maximum. So I try to fall into those guidelines for women. Just FYI, the newest guidelines are no more than four alcoholic drinks in a week and no more than one per day. Yikes. I mean, when I look at what I had been drinking in the past, like that's laughable to me to think that I could have ever been actually fit inside of those parameters. I can't believe that I can do that. You know, so so keeping that in mind, that's not what I'm talking about with the intermittent drinking. So if you're interested in trying intermittent drinking, maybe taking a 30 day break is a good starting point. I do have a 14 day break from booze that might be helpful. Um 14 days to 30 days is a pretty good time to kind of work the alcohol out of your system and be able to get a little more clarity. You know, I say this all the time. I, you know, stopping drinking for that year did not fix all my problems. But what it did do is made my problem more obvious. I actually knew what the problems were, which while I was drinking, there was just no clarity. Like I just, I thought everything was a problem. So I was able to really hone in on what the actual problems were. And then without the alcohol on board, I actually felt like I could manage those problems. So I know I've talked about the connection between alcohol and resilience. I don't see a path where I could be drinking as much as I was drinking three years ago, finishing whole bottles of wine and then some pretty much every single night where... I also have resilience. Like they just don't work together. And well-being and resilience go hand in hand. So it's like those just don't work together. And I like being resilient. I like not feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I can tackle really any problem that comes my way. And that is confidence or gives me confidence. Uh, and it just feels like peace to me, which is what I wanted from the very beginning. I wanted peace. I didn't want to have shackles on, like the wine shackles on. I was done with that. Like I was so over that. I wanted out of the victim mentality and into empowerment. And that's what I got. So if you think this is kind of a funny, I think it's a cute little funny name, intermittent drinking for this episode. Um, it is funny. Like it's meant to be kind of lighthearted because intermittent fasting is such a big deal right now. 
Um, but really, like, like be intentional with this. If this is something you want to do, set yourself up for success. You don't have to set tons of rules around it. It's just like, hey, let's let's maybe start with a break and then incorporate some alcohol back in, but do it intermittently so your body can have a break. Um, so with these episodes, like I said, I want to give you something tangible. So this is just another, like the tangible piece of this is just another way to do this. So when I was first looking for help or a community with women like me, I'm like, I know they exist because I've talked to some of them. And I've talked about this on stages before when I've talked about well-being, about drinking a bottle of night of wine every night. And like half the room gasps and the other half like shakes their head with tears in their eyes. So I'm like, I know these people are out there, but where, like, where do I join? Like, how do I get in on this? And everything I found was just all about sobriety. That was it. Full on sobriety. There was no gray area drinkers group. There was no, um, hey, I just recognize it's affecting my health. And our culture hasn't caught up yet that this is not good for us to do too often and to overindulge. It's just not good for our bodies. Like there is no argument that you can make that will convince me otherwise. It's not. So I'm giving you this as an option. So um, I'm not saying it's right for you, but that is the tangible piece of this episode is that this may be another option for you. Um, again, this is for you to decide. So you you go on the journey. You'll know if you're being really honest with yourself if this is something that you can or cannot do. When I have guided women through a 30, 90-day break, sometimes even longer, they know the answer at the end of it. They know the answer of what they can or cannot do if they've tested the waters. So, you know, with many of them, I'm like, hey, I don't know, like try having a drink here and there and see if you can do that. Or do you fall back into old patterns? If you do, okay, let's just like no big deal. Let's just go back to what we've been doing in the last 90 days. And let's, let's, you know, kind of look at it a little bit differently. Okay. We tried it. I actually think that's a very important part of the journey is to try to moderate, like see if you can moderate, mindfully drink, intermittent drink, whatever you want to call it. Um, and if you can, then cool. If you can't, Cool. Like we just got information. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Look for some new and exciting things coming. I know I keep telling you about this membership thing that I've been noodling on and working with some uh, um, people on. And so I'm really excited about that for that reason alone, because I didn't find a place that I fit in. Everything was all or nothing. And that has never worked well for me. So every time I, I apply all or nothing to anything in my life over the last 40-ish plus years, it has not worked. It has not worked long term. It has not worked in my favor. So I'm just looking for more kind of middle of the road balance, for lack of a better word. And all or nothing just doesn't cut it for me. So I hope you have a wonderful week. We will talk soon. Look for those new changes um, or additions coming to my program and the membership. And keep following along. Subscribe if you want to get these weekly updates for the podcast. And as always, reach out to me if you have any ideas for podcasts or any 
questions or things that you would like me to talk about.